Chapter thirty six of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter thirty six More Handling. And so Peter Piper of Piper's Crossroads proved too much for Scoutmaster Ned. He kept his secret but he had a very narrow escape from being a hero. Scoutmaster Ned had his way, too. So you think you'd like to have a pike at the camp, eh? he said. Scoutmaster Ned's theory about camping was to keep open house. If he lacked discipline, which it is to be feared he did, he made up in pep, and the surprises that he was forever springing on the camp were a perpetual joy. I suspect that he was not well versed in his scoutmaster's handbook, it was a sort of human north wind he adopted the pose of being driven to distraction by those kids and he denounced them roundly and said there were too many of them and that he was going to pick out one and drown the rest then he would show up with a new one it was a sort of freelance scoutmaster and i wonder how he ever drifted into the movement probably he didn't drift in but blew in scoutmaster safety first bill was his balance wheel where is she I'll talk to her, he said to Peter. So he talked with Mrs. Piper while Peter stood by. He sat down in the kitchen and drank a glass of milk and ate a piece of pie and told her that it was the first real piece of pie he had ever eaten in his life. Would he have another? Well, he said he would. Mrs. Piper thought he was about the finest young gent she had ever seen. He told her all about his adventures of the night, as if she were a pal, and when she said she had slept through all the rumpus outside, he said, well you've got west ketchum where i come from beaten twenty ways could i just have one little sliver no not as much as that well all right that town why you couldn't wake it up mrs piper not with an earthquake it would just fall down through the crack in the earth and go right on sleeping no i couldn't eat another speck we must be off we oh yes pete's going with me he's going to make us a little visit for a week or two we have lessons and everything study nature and all that and all he wants to eat i'll bring him back he wants to see the real scouts in captivity no accounting for tastes eh mrs piper you'd better bring along a coat pete but don't change your clothes you're not going to church come just as you are so i'll be able to tell you from the rest in case i should decide to kill them all that lets you out see come ahead before your mother changes her mind poor mrs piper had not yet made up her mind so she could not very well change it. Scoutmaster Ned had made up her mind for her. I'll have to get Sally Flint to come over and visit with me, said Mrs. Piper doubtfully. Just the one, said Scoutmaster Ned. She'll keep you company and you'll have a little peace with this youngster gone. Mrs. Piper, if I had my way, I'd chloroform every boy in creation. I wonder you look so young with a wild Indian like that around. Oh, I ain't looking so young, she smiled, greatly pleased. Before she realized it, she was shaking hands with Scoutmaster Ned, while her other arm was around Peter. I'm going to come here and stay a month, the young man said. I'm going to churn butter and eat pie, if I can escape from that outfit. Well, goodbye, we're off. I hope the old bus runs. It looks real smart with all the blue paint, said Mrs. Piper. Handsome is as handsome does, said Scoutmaster Ned. Come in, Pete. What are you scared of? It won't eat you. Anybody think you were stalking, stepping so carefully? know what stalking is they'll show you mrs piper stood holding her gingham apron to her eyes as they rode off 
it was of exactly the same pattern as peter's shirt it looked funny sitting rather fearfully on the front seat she had never dreamed of seeing him enthroned amid such sumptuousness perhaps some day he would go away and come back rich a hero her peter and this stranger liked him she was weeping because she had never heard her boy called pete since his father died she liked to hear him called pete it was so friendly and recalled the past so vividly as if scoutmaster ned would have called him anything else than pete End of chapter thirty six